welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. Okay, so... It could be good. It could be bad. People could be like, what's going on here? Could be good, could be bad. Here's what I'm saying. We're trying something new today. And I'm feeling a little excited. So welcome everyone to put a cork in it. The name is still the same, but the vibes may be a little different today. Um, but I would say the vibes between Austin and I are just like great. I feel like you're having a good day. I'm having a good day. Um, I don't know why you're having a good day. I mean, do you want to share? It was just a good, like, like it, my day was busy. It was filled, but yeah. it was a productive, busy, like nothing I was doing was like, busy work so to say just like I felt very productive very accomplished um my my mother and her fiance and the dog are coming back so it's gonna be a reunion tonight love that like just like good things to look forward to it when you're when you're listening to this it's April we're in Q2 it's gonna be nuts are you should I'm thinking that when they all come back into the house or whenever you guys are reunited you should play like we are family. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a, that's kind of a bop. I haven't listened to that in a while. Anyway, I just want to say I crushed it at work today. Crushed. Also, the day just like went by fast, which I think always is good. Um, also, it's sunny but cold, which is kind of a good mixture, if you if you can picture that. Um, that's really all I got. That's all we need. That's all we it's need. Good vibes here. We got some some interesting stuff possibly could be one of the worst recordings in podcast history. If someone, if someone is listening to this for the first time they're like these are the most insecure podcasts as i've ever heard like constantly saying like is it gonna be good is it gonna be bad so let's just shut ourselves up and today we brought on another co-worker of mine which i mean i've had a lot of co-workers on the pod so this is a good sign but um today we have carter albers on the podcast to which some of you probably don't need an introduction. I mean, very famous man around these Cincinnati parts, let's be real. Um, but when Carter first interviewed for the company, I'm like, wow, there's no way this guy wants to work here. He's not serious enough, but lo and behold, he made it work. So Carter, come on into the studio. Um, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well, feeling very honored to be here and blessed and blessed an avid listener of put a cork in it truly so it's funny to be on this side of the mic so yeah so when did you start listening um I started so I figured out about put a cork on it this might be a little revealing but it was after I visited the company first and I mm-hmm. was, did a little snooping and I saw that that girl that I had talked to had a podcast so and I, LinkedIn and LinkedIn so yes just dabbled a little bit wasn't an avid listener until I officially started here but Carter something that he does often is playing my podcast aloud at random times throughout the whole building of the office and it's just it's very off-putting it really keeps me on my toes so there's a little bit of hazing Austin if you can believe it I do Mm. want to point out you did say my podcast and not our it is her podcast (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Go I am just, a, I'm just a humble co-host here, Carter. <laughs> okay, but in, when I'm in my like work environment, it's my podcast because I don't know you. 
But in this environment, I definitely should have said our. So thank you for calling me yeah. out. Yep. Truth, love, grace, mercy. Yes. Okay. So this is what we're doing this week. We're not, we're not picking one topic. Instead, okay. we're rapid firing some topics. We're going to discuss, you know, what's on the brain? What's on the noggin today? You sure. know what I mean? Um, which for Carter, not much is in the brain most of the time. So this will be uh-huh. a challenge for him, but yep. we're going to do it anyway. So Can we start off. I, I just thought of this. Can we start off with the Will Smith Oscar nonsense going on? We have been talking about it all day. We had to rewatch the clip probably four different times with different news sources covering what happened. So that yes, you needed to get a, a nonpartisan view of what happened there. Yes. Exactly. I, I think I need to go first because go right I have a little bit of a hot take. Please. For me, I was half informed about what happened. When Carter was pulling up some videos today, I didn't realize that Will Smith won after everything happened, to which very awkward to say the least and just uncomfortable. And then part of me was like, this was my hot take. I don't think he should have apologized because in my mind, it's like you stood up for your wife. You were very obvious about it. You were very aggressive about it. You did it in front of everyone on live television why would you apologize for that? Like, I understand why he did, but I'm almost like you shouldn't have. Like, you know, you should have like committed to what you did. For those of you who didn't know, Will Smith's uh, wife has been going through some health issues that have forced some hair loss slash complete hair removal. And Chris Rock made a pretty insensitive joke about it. Will Smith proceeded to slap him across the face at the Oscars. Correct. And personally bad joke by chris rock like so bad but it's it's either so if will smith didn't do what he did the the thing is like that would have came back and gotten chris rock like another way like justice would have been served like people would have been like what the actual heck like Uh, that's not funny like blah 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 but the fact that will smith did do that was like oh now the story is will smith is like just slapping people across the face, alleged friends of Chris Rock. And then it's like, where's the line of these jokes of these, like these hosts of award shows? There is none. Well, and this is also something like Chris Rock and people in that generation of comedy are so used to getting away with like the raunchiest joke because back in the nineties, like being politically correct didn't exist. So now they all have to like figure out what the line is. And normally I feel like they go over it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Carter and I were laughing pretty hard. Pretty hard. I mean, definitely comical. You're like, is this fake? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. But then when we saw her face, there's a little remorse there. You're like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have laughed. Here's my take. I instantly am upset with Chris Rock because it's a really insensitive joke. I want to join Will Smith's side where I'm like, your reaction was great. But then I'm like, okay, Chris Rock is a comedian. So he is supposed to like, this is TV and you are supposed to be entertaining. So I'm like, I get that part. The joke was too far, but you know, I just can't be mad at Will Smith. Like if someone says something slick to my girl, like they might catch a hand. Make a joke about me. Don't, don't go after my wife. Don't go after my kids. I feel like that's a general rule. Like if you're going to make it like a rude, like a jab of a joke, you can't go after the family members, the loved ones. Yeah. I, I think that's a line you never cross. I will feel I will feel protected if I'm with Will Smith because I know that he's got my back. 
which is a good trait to have with any friend. Right. So <laughs> like if, if hopefully if Monica and I are in the same room and someone says something mean about me, hopefully Monica stands up and I will probably add something on and be meaner, but depending on the day, I may stand up for you. But can we also just put ourselves in Chris Rock's shoes for a second and just fathom this huge, tall man coming at you and you're thinking, this is going to be funny. Who, Like, you know, I mean, I've heard Carter did some research. I don't think they were ever friends before this. Apparently some other comments have been made towards um, Will Smith's wife, which is unfortunate. So oh I think goodness. they sort of building on building. But I mean, the last thing I think he thought was this man's just going to kablammo me on the face. You know what I mean? And then to just have to carry on. (laughs) That was the worst part. It's like he did not know what to do. I don't think I would have known what to do either. But also, I mean, like, imagine the pressure of being the host of the like most famous award show in the world. But listen, he wasn't even the host, though. This happened as just an announcer. That's even horrible. That's even horrible. That goes to show you I don't watch the Oscars, but like unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm so glad you brought that up. I would love to hear more people's opinions. I it's just a hard line. Award show comedy is always so like ruthless. Like it just is. So part of me is like, should have been prepared, but also because this is a health struggle, 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 I don't think it should have been said. Not only not that would not be like funny as how, how i feel I'm yeah like, Ooh, comedian i feel like you should know to make a better joke i don't know also the fact that if no one's seen the clip the fact that will smith is not on stage and gets out of his seat and then proceeds to walk on stage i'm like also just looking at chris rock's reaction to that he's like he's like trying to continue he's like oh and then i'm <laughs> I'm like, oh, he knows he's in trouble. And Maybe also, he was prepared. just a slap. Like, what if he would have gotten, like, punched in the no, face and, like, knocked out? Like, what if it was, like, a bloody nose? Like, luckily, like, Maybe. Mm. a slap and he got to keep going. Like, right, right. wonder what made him choose the slap versus the knock. I will say, you oh, you rewind. I mean, he is full twist. Yeah. Nope, Boom. You're right. Not the fist. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Punch is a little malicious. Not that the slap isn't, but I feel like the slap is like, I'm not going to come after you a second time. Um, But the slap is effective. It's like, hey, I did this. And like, you know, you messed up. Right. And like, we're done here. Okay, so now let's transition out of this topic. And I have a question for you guys. Have you ever punched someone in the face? You don't have to say who, you don't have to say when. Just a quick yes or no. One, two, three. Yes. No, I have not. I freaking knew you were going to say yes. (laughs) I have wanted to many times i've slapped a bunch of people you seem like a slapper <laughs> i think it's the older like having sisters yeah vibe. yeah or it like, is the slapping or the like scratching it's never a punch or a kick sometimes it's a kick did the person deserve it carter yeah okay. for sure austin have you ever been tempted to oh extremely tempted right. um like there have been times where i've just i've like my emotions have definitely just like taken over like my thought process and just like i want to do nothing but just like hurt someone specifically somebody who's doing me wrong and like i like they don't they don't deserve to not be in pain right now right 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 right. um have have never it's been a long time since i felt like that that was back in high school 
little more immature than yeah well carter's was um, the other day so the the only thing I, the only time now that i think that i could put possibly be in this situation is if someone were to come after my family members right particularly okay uh, my I'm, sister yes yes i'm so glad you brought this up i was thinking the other day if someone came for my nieces or like if a dog came for my nieces in the backyard i would take that thing to the ground like something crazy would come over me like it's crazy how you feel that way about people especially the ones you love yeah i mean i don't feel that way about carter but i feel that way about other people (laughs) 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 um okay so anyway another topic to bring up this isn't really about me i think this is more in general so let's zoom out so carter has been (laughs) carter has. let's focus in carter yeah 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 grow up so basically um carter has been kind of interrogating me about my crushes and i've you know he listens to the podcast so i came in someday at work he was like okay so who's the crush which is a negative of working with people who listen to the podcast is like they know what's going on in your life Man, so you know that's such a bad thing for your, <laughs> your coworkers to know what's going on in your life no just like that those types of things it's like i don't want to be asked that at the water cooler you know what i mean no totally get it i've asked you some more <laughs> yeah you've asked some pretty direct questions so anyway basically my i think we've talked about this before on the pod but i personally think having crushes is a healthy thing you know, maybe it's not so healthy if you crush on someone for four years and never do anything about it. And that feels a little different, Mm -hmm. but like, what, what is your personal vibe? You know, you're about to graduate college. You're in the small Christian bubble at UC, you know, just from your experience, what does that, and by UC, I mean, university of Cincinnati for those who are listening outside of Ohio, because you have so many listeners that are going to be right. Millions. And so would you say a crush is like fine? I feel like you would have a very polarizing opinion on this. I would say a crush is not only fine, but honestly should be expected. Like when people are like, oh, like, I'm like, oh, do you have a crush on anyone? They're like, no. I'm like, you have like, you're lying. You're lying. Yep. Like I, <laughs> I expect someone to either be like, have a crush on someone in class or like maybe someone's like, you know, you run in the same group. And to me, I feel like a crush is like a small thing that honestly just adds a little bit of spice, yeah. keeps you on your toes a little bit. Yes. We're like, oh my gosh, if I tripped and fell, usually you don't want people to see that, but they're like, if that girl or gal saw that guy or girl, <laughs> I would be mortified. Yes. And so yes. I feel like a crush is fun and like, it just, you know keeps things afloat in some capacity wow i am beaming with pride that was amazing but austin are you gonna disagree i am not gonna disagree it's just like there has to be like a fine line of like is this like a crush or like do i genuinely want to know this person and like pursue them like it's okay to be like oh my gosh there's this cute girl in this class and like man i could never talk to her and it'd be all right it'd be fine yes honestly those are probably the best crushes to have where it's like non-threatening but just like admiring from afar yes yeah that'd be cool if we dated but no effort on my end will be made okay so that's where i'm at with one of my crushes and i feel like you've never accepted that like me just being like no it's just like it is what it is i don't want anything to happen well again added spice in but Okay, we can talk about that later. Yeah. But I, okay. <laughs> I think it's fine. I just, there, there's a point where it's like, okay, like, 
what's going on here right right right. there is a, there's an evaluation point to be made and i've like totally been there with like the oh my gosh did that person see me just colossally screw up like goofball move type of thing like that is that's a yeah that's a tough spot to be in no it is it really is like when I go running in my neighborhood which is like very nondescript like my neighborhood's not a popular neighborhood so like I run in the back of the neighborhood very just like you know no one's gonna see me but my fear my fear my deepest fear is like I'm huffing and puffing looking absolutely disgusting and someone that I know that I have a crush on, their car comes by and it's like, woof, like, there's, there's mom. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want that to happen. It's like, I want to see you at my best. Like, I don't need you to know that this part of me exists. Yes. Like, wow. that, that would be tough. Like, mid-run, like, maybe like last like quarter mile like you are pushing it you're like i'm so ready to be done like yep yep maybe and one thing like beginning of run like when you're queuing up a song like haven't exactly moved yet. honestly that'd be great be like oh they work out yes they- yes and you know why i'm so insecure about this in particular is because this guy who i went to high school with who was in my neighborhood who was just a friend we were actually very close friends he texted me one day and was like oh mon saw you on a jog in the neighborhood i'm like are you freaking kidding me a jog like i'm going uphill there's a huge hill in our neighborhood i'm running i'm running like there's people behind me running and you call it a jog so now i'm insecure about it and that's Some all. people just don't understand from the view of the car they're driving the other way you? probably yeah how about you get out and jog friend how about that anyway how about that I hope he isn't listening. Anyway, so <laughs> next, right. next topic. Okay, watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I'm, I'm a little bit of a mixed opinion on this, a little mixed bag. I've in the past been a very committed watcher. Mm. I'm, I've gone off on different seasons. This past season of The Bachelor was horrible. Can I get an amen from everyone, every girl listening in their car? They understand. So I didn't watch it. Or ga- guy. Or guy. Come on. Sorry to be not inclusive. Millions of listeners. Yeah, millions of listeners, correct. So I just feel like as males, typically mm. your guys are like, that's so stupid. But Carter, I could definitely see you watching it with your girlfriend on a Monday night. Um, I have not watched on a Monday night with my girlfriend, believe it or not. Really? I know. I know. Sorry to disappoint all the fans out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I commend you. I commend you. I oh okay. So she did used to live in a house where her roommates watched. Okay. And that was like the night that the bachelorette. You can or bachelor. bachelor. It's okay. That night that that was on is like the night that we hang out. And so sometimes we watch a little bit and then we're like, all right, we're gonna head out. And so it wasn't like a let's sit down and watch. It was like okay. a like a passerby. Yeah, where it's like, okay, we got ten minutes to kill yeah. before the reservation type thing. Yeah very yeah not if it's on i probably would skip like i'd try to find something else okay yep so yeah it is uh one of the biggest colossal wastes of time um that is just, just derailing america at this point i derailing mean america. <laughs> i mean the amount of people watching this show it's it's ridiculous yeah no you're right you're right i, I just there was there's so many other better things to watch 
out there in America. I'm going to say one more thing. And this, this is my only argument for you to just slightly see it from my perspective. I'm not saying I can't see why people do watch it. I totally understand people love the drama. Oh my gosh. It's not my drama. This is Mm -hmm. so great. But like, no, like be better, be better, (laughs) better. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Get a job. Move, move out. Basically, here's what I'm thinking. I think The Bachelor is literally horrible. People get emotionally wrecked on the show. It's honestly kind of a tragedy. But the bonding of you and everyone on the internet being on the same page, like the memes, the tweets, like being on the same page as every person in America is kind of like a very special experience. I'm just going to say it. Conforming like, is so cool. <laughs> It's not conforming. It's bonding with those you've never met. I can understand that. No, I can understand that. Okay. Okay. Then we're good. We're good. And there, I mean, there are many memes that come from that show. I mean, the amount of content is gold. Like, they do a great (laughs) job. They do a great job of producing that and, like, making it entertaining to watch. Right. Exactly. But there's just so many other things that I would rather watch or even literally so many other things I'd rather do in my life every Monday night. Okay. So Austin cannot wait for these bachelorette premieres coming up. I can sense it. Yep. David watcher will not miss an episode for sure. Would this be a make it or break it? If you were like single and someone was like an avid watcher of the bachelor slash bachelorette slash. I have no problem with you watching the bachelor. I will never watch it with you. Fair enough. I'm glad we have that on recording because. Well, he'll never have to use it because he's like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah you're an avid Carly does enjoy watching The Bachelor. Oh, Bachelor you're right, you're right. We should have it on video. Just I, the sound bite. I have, I have watched episodes with her and I'm like, this is horrible. Like, yeah. I, I won't do this ever again. But I have to say something. My dad hates it. But whenever I've had it on in like the main room, like growing up in like in high school or like when I was watching it with my sisters. It is a train wreck, man. You can't look away. No, it's no. it's horrible. That's what I'm saying like he'll come in and be like, whoa, gosh, like why are you watching this? And then I feel his presence behind me. And then he's standing. Even... He's standing there, yeah. arms crossed and maybe. He's watching. Yes. Why are you watching? <laughs> maybe check a watch every now and then. He's like, and then he moves in front of the couch, but he's still standing. And you're like, is he going to sit down? Is he exactly. not? And then he sits down at the commercial break and he's like, oh, and then he makes a comment. Why is this person doing like, screw this person? Then he's into it. It's horrible. I've been there. It's horrible. I, I, I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Okay. So next. But for people out there, just know that it ain't for me. Okay. We hear that loud and clear. You didn't need to clarify. <laughs> hey, just for everybody in the back. Everybody in the back of the millions of followers. So this is kind of like a weird thing to bring up, but I just think it's relevant right now. Mm-hmm. March Madness. No one's bracket is doing well. There's no way. If you said yours is doing well, you're freaking lying. You're a liar. But my thing is like, I love March Madness season. I think yep. there's something in the air. I think there's a healthy competition. But Carter, are you like a diehard? Like I'm in six different pools. I'm betting $500. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? Um, not a avid watcher. I think, I think this year specifically, I just fell in love with the aspect that any team from any random state can beat any other team. That's, I just, I really, I'm not, there is no other sport 
as of now that that happens. Like, I do not see Alabama football losing a game to Sally College, St. Susanna the Blind. Like, right. <laughs> I just don't see that happening. And in March Madness, I mean, it is game after game, upset after upset. It's true. And I feel like it it's comical to me to think of the – sports the non-sports watchers just picking random teams and doing better than the diehard basketball fans like that is just like a chef deep analytics people uh, yes i think that is phenomenal um wow to, oh yeah it seemed like you were eating a little choked up i mean <laughs> yeah it honestly is just like wow i mean i'm getting a little emotional well i mean it is it is like a cinderella story like it's very inspiring to watch like saint petersburg is that correct yes yes to saint peter's saint Saint peter's Peter's. sorry tried my best saint peter (laughs) and she probably somehow had them going really far no i didn't like the fact that they almost made it to the final four is insane like that's insane like they would have had a banner in their gym if they made it to the final four yeah i mean they'll have a a, an elite eight banner but like the final four banners bigger yeah okay yes austin you might remember this i still remember this clear as day years ago i don't even know four or five six years ago i remember i was on spring break and this tiny team from florida like made it decently far for the gulf coast was a 15 seed that upset georgetown uh they didn't make it as far as st peter's but but yes and then I remember we were in high school. We were in high school. When that yes. Happened. Yeah. And I remember people started applying to that college because of that. You're kidding. Not kidding. Oh, not kidding what? at all. That's how it works, man. Did you know that? Like Ohio State used to not even be that big of a school. And then they started being good at sports. And it was like, boom. Also, Ohio State chokes every time the tournament. I can't. I can't. I won't. I can't. It's done. Anyway, Austin, what's your take? You're watching every game. I am not watching every game. Uh, I do enjoy the bracket making. I do know a lot about sports in general. Like sports are definitely like some of my favorite thing, um, things in life. Watching the U.S. men's national team uh, win five to one as we're recording this. That was yesterday was absolutely like life giving to me. Gorgeous. They're going to qualify for the World Cup. Like that's what I'm on right now. Yeah. Any other year, any other normal year, March Madness would have been taking precedent, but World Cup qualifying is, uh, you know, stuff. and then you got the NFL, like the free agency, the Bengals got some beast people to protect Joe Burrow, and now like the yes. future secured. Um, so March Madness is, is typically like I'll watch most games, uh, definitely like it's a great way to like get out. It's it is the bridge from like the tail end of winter into like manageable springtime right exactly like by the national championship like i could possibly get away with like sweatshirt shorts flip-flops yes exactly it just brings out yeah it's a great time of year honestly it's like a christmas vibe almost um it is something that a lot of people get into and it's just like a great conversation like starter with anybody like hey how's your bracket doing like a good a good go-to so yes. I, I hate to do this, but it does kind of compare back to the Bachelor conversation of it's like a universal thing to bond over with everyone. I can see it. It's, and yeah. from what I understand, people do make brackets for the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. I did do it one time. It was awesome. It was great. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe a survivor pool or, or whatever. I don't, I don't, yeah. I've done that. So oh, thank you for yes. owning that vulnerability. Yes. Bless I'm you. So brave. So I can see so it. Brave. 
Now, maybe if I throw a hundred bucks on X person to win The Bachelor, maybe I could watch it. Maybe. Yeah. Like, probably, I mean, probably not gonna. Never gonna happen. Maybe. Never gonna happen. Hey, don't say never. It, it may happen. It will so, never happen. In the if, words, if, of- if if it happens, you have full permission to to slap me in the okay. face. Okay. In in the um, words of Justin Bieber and Jaden Smith, never say never, and that's all I'm gonna say. So here's my last question. I think we have time for today. Are you two familiar with the um, phenomenon, I guess you could say, the concept of a pre-date? Is this what is happening in the world today? I will explain in a second. Do you think you know or do you- I have never heard this. This is the first time hearing about this. Okay, Carter, do you think you know what I'm talking about? A pre-date? A pre-date. Like in terms of dating, there's something called a pre-date. I have been shocked. Yeah, I feel like I might call it something different. Okay, what would you call it? Um, but I don't know. I don't know if there's like a right term for it. I think the term is pre-date. It's been determined. Yes, it is. I feel like you know what I'm talking about. Okay, it's when you, you're not asking the girl on an official date. Instead, you're saying, uh-huh. want to get coffee. And you don't really count it as a date. It's more of like a, do I even want to ask you on a date type yes. of vibe? Uh, yes. I would see F is going on. Yes. Um, this, this triggers me. Yeah. I, I, this was a very hot topic in college and it just came to me and I felt like Carter would like, I feel like you're about to defend it. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Let him, let him do it. I'm very excited. Here's why. Um, I think. It's just as helpful because when a some when someone says yes to the pre-date, I think it allows the first date to be way more mm. not as nervous and you get to like almost be comfortable. I feel like there are a lot of people um, who get nervous for first dates, even if you have the pre-date, which is totally fair. But I think meeting with the person almost like, hey, you want to go for a walk around the block yep. or do you want to grab coffee when you have a chance or whatever i think just like okay we're both on the same page we both agreed now i'm not as nervous for this first date right and if it goes bad still a fine person potentially that 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 was a very good explanation i will give you points for that i have never experienced the pre-date concept myself personally but i do know that a lot of my guy friends in college would talk about the pre-date yep. and it really set a lot of people off I have never heard about this. It's a, you're going on a, 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 like a date. But that's the problem is the girl thinks it's a date, but the guy doesn't. And that's where there's a little bit of a riff. Men, men, it's a date. It's a date Uh, at men. My, yes, all men. My girlfriend and I have a disagreement when our first date was because I was like, it's this. And she was like, no, it's that. And I was like, really? You think? And So, but I also wasn't like, we should go on a pre-date. I think I just didn't label it. No, you don't say that. I think there was just some strategy, like social strategy of, oh, I want us to be comfortable. I want this. I want to be set up for success. So this date is like a home run. Okay. Yeah. Um, There is an inevitable pre-date to any dating situation. Like probably located in a group setting. If I had to guess. Maybe. Like, why are we labeling it? This is so dumb. That's fair. No, that's actually a really great point. I think it is helpful when I think the pre-date starts 
when someone asks to hang out with the other person individually we're in a group setting where it's like hey you want to go like um like grab something to eat or like it's just a little bit of strategy of hey we're doing something as a group oh like do you want to walk like let's say we're going walking around like a shopping mall hey do you want to run into this store real quick i don't know something like that yeah yeah, yeah. i understand the strategy i understand everything that's played out the fact that it's called a pre-date is dumb like i'm on board with everything else the fact that we have to call it a (laughs) pre-date is ridiculous i would prefer it to be called i'm vetting this girl that feels a little blunt to me, Ooh, but I would lessons. very well, I would much prefer, I'm yeah. being so serious. I would rather someone say that to me afterwards. Like I was kind of vetting you than a pre-date. Mm. That just feels very ambiguous, bizarre. Vetting or vetting? Vetting is very upfront. Like this is, this is exactly what is happening. Like I am um, evaluating you exactly. to be an evaluation. Other. Um, Carter didn't really understand what no, no. vetting meant, so I'm going to explain it for everybody. For those who don't know, I know, but for those who don't know. Would you, you like to explain? Well, you just have to make sure they're a reputable, credible person. That's right. how, like, when I have a, a vetted source, I'm like, this means something that's not, Yeah, you know, the exactly. onion that I pulled. The, the onion. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead and throw another metaphor in there. I, I just think, like, this goes back to a few episodes ago when we were saying, you know, you want people in your corner who really know the other person that they want you to be with or set you up with. And if these people are not reliable, like the pre-date could be helpful to be like, you know, is this person really how everyone else described? But the pre-date concept is a little mm-hmm. bit annoying. I do think it's like be bold or go home. Like I said, grow up, get a job, move out. That's kind of what we've been saying today. Like, just get it done, you know? Like you can still have a good date and not date the person afterwards am i wrong there correct like, are people afraid of like not securing the girlfriend slash boyfriend if they commit to a date like what is going on that feels honestly like- i think yeah i think you're hitting on the commitment issue which is you know i think you're, you're hitting on something there for sure i think that really resonated with carter <laughs> take take this back to all of your friends and share this wisdom yes and back, actually, share the pod really i have a question for the group oh Oh, as you go ahead. Um, has anyone listening, you know, it's just a moment of vulnerability ever, like whether been on a pre-date or a date or in a dating relationship, and maybe for some reason had to break it off for maybe somewhat of like a shallow reason. Okay. Has that ever occurred? Or like someone's like, oh man, we should get to know each other more. And you're like, totally. And you're like, please don't text me. Like, I hope this doesn't happen. Uh-huh. Or like, oh, they're over there talking to that group of people. I'm going to make sure I go, you know. Oh the, yeah. Where I'm like, ooh, I couldn't do that because of this. Got it. Okay, yeah. Two answers. One, I used to do this. This is very vulnerable. I used to do this in high school. I thought this was like a proven method that like, in a group setting I would go like sit by myself the Monica method in hopes (laughs) the Monica method method, in hopes that some the boy that I was like liking at the time would come over and like Mm. sit by me or like notice me alone and like come talk to me now that worked maybe a handful of times but when it didn't work I mean it was freaking lame like I was just sitting there waiting for someone who wasn't going to come over Um, then the second answer out of that question is one time I got asked to not a date but I got asked to a one-on-one 
hang out with this guy mm. just to get to know me as a friend. Mm. Therefore, it was definitely a previous situation. Yes, get that's... to know me as a friend to then know if he wanted to like like me romantically, Wonderful. which the forwardness I can appreciate, but it was also really awkward. It was a little awkward that he said it that way. I was kind of like, so should I like bro out and like dab you up and call it a day or like, or you know what I mean? Like it was a little confusing. Yeah. Here's what I'm picking up. And also to answer your question, like, yes, this happens, but when like, this usually happens like over text or like, there's like something that happens and then like mm. days go by and it's like, you you ghost person or, or, or what have you. Or you leave the message on like a like, or you just react to it mm. and you're like, yeah. that's enough of a response. And you're like, well, that was like, that's all I needed. Like yep. it's, it's a no for now. Maybe something happens down the road, but yep. like, it's a no for now. Type of exactly. Thing. exactly. I feel like the pre-date requires a lot of maturity. And the fact that I just said pre-date makes me want to vomit. But sure. again, I think it requires a lot of maturity on the ends of both people. It's like, okay, like we're both like at this point in our lives where we're like, we might want something like a relationship. And, you know, if we're both mature enough to go sit down, just like have coffee and like see right. a vetting process, if you will, Monica. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. To wrap up the pre-date. Wow, I didn't know I was going to get this heated. I love it. To wrap up the pre-date conversation. It's a dumb word. It should never be called. I know. But I think Carter's rationale makes a lot of sense. I just think it has to be a little bit more clear because I just think it's unfair to the girl or dare I say even the guy. If the girl, if it's roles reversed, you're welcome. I think it leaves the other person in the dark. They're thinking that was a date. And then when you like don't text Mm. them or like you pretend to just be friends after that, it's kind of like, Ooh, so why was that never that's just how my friends always told me they felt when this happened yeah, that's fair that's we have to lead with the clarity that's why that's why we like assertive men we yep. like clear men yes. and vice it's almost, for it's almost like communication is just a very vital part to any sort of relationship ever there hey, seems to be a recurring theme you two are in the relationships not me so yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and agree okay that's great right. so think about your even friendships mom Oh even, yeah, I'm a even the, like we talked about last week with Daddy Brown. You got to initiate. Yep, yep, yep. Initiation and clarity. I'm I'm doing that in my friendships. Don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. So um, let's let's wrap this shouty up with a little um, you know, what's in the queue for you, Austin, Garter? You're very familiar with this. Um, mm-hmm. ooh, I don't feel prepared to be honest. So I'm gonna go ahead and shoot it to Austin, and then we'll wrap up with you at the end. That all right with you? Okay. Go right ahead. I didn't know if you maybe wanted to change the rules a little bit. Oh no. Okay. Got it. Awesome. Take it away. Um, this one might be a little far out for me, but I am excited about it, so I'll share it. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Memorial Tournament is a uh, professional golf tournament that happens in Dublin, Ohio, every year. Um, I officially got work off Thursday, Friday got my tickets in the mail PTO. like it is going to be in other time my housemate from college is coming into town to stay with me during it and go to the event with me love it just really looking forward to being in the sun getting paid to you know have a beer and watch golf with my my housemate from college as you should for four days straight now what i thought you when you said the word memorial did you think he was saying like I'm going to a family member's like memorial service? I was like, yeah. why would you bring that up on what's in the queue for you? That's so sad. It, it occurs after Memorial Day. Yes, that's why it's called the Memorial Tournament. Definitely tracking. So, 
but that's okay <laughs> that you thought that. Thank you for making me feel like this. It's a positive event. We're not we're not in mourning. <laughs> Honestly, rejoicing. <laughs> it is definitely a rejoicement of. I'm struggling. Okay, yeah. Um. So since it's almost April, that means that it's almost. It is April first. Oh, correct. This, this you're, you're correct when this comes out. So it's April 1st, and that means it's officially Justin Bieber concert month, which is a big deal for me. Um, so right now my stressor is what I'm wearing because it's very difficult. It's like, are you going to wear like a cute outfit or are you going to rep the merch that you've dropped a lot of money on? It's very hard to know. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in this weird space of like, not sure what to do. You know, do you want to be an obvious fan or do you want to be like a casual fan? So we don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah. You'll see a lot of people in the Drew House. So You'll see a lot of people in the Drew House merch. Yep. Maybe drop that in a poll for the viewers. Let them, let, let, let them know. Let them know. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. That's a great suggestion. Um, Carter? What's in the queue? Um, it's okay if you don't have anything. I know your life's been a little dull recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a soon-to-be post-grad, life's just looking really... <laughs> um, I would say... Yeah, looking forward to graduation is awesome. And it's the age-old question of what are you doing after graduation and not having the answer. Yeah. Love that. Um, Love it. Yep. You got to love every family event or just anyone. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a senior. And you're like, oh, you're graduating in May. And I'm like, sure am. They're like, what are you doing after? And I'm like, sure don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, learning to roll with the punches on that one. Mm-hmm. So Because it definitely sometimes hits deeper than others where I'm like, I'm in a crisis. <laughs> Carter literally texted me the other day and was like, I hate school. How do people do this? When is May coming? Uh, yes. School is not for everyone. School is not, school's not for me. Nope, same. Uh, however, I'm learning crucial life lessons in school. So, which some could say I could be learning elsewhere. <laughs> That's a hot topic for a different pod. So. <laughs> <laughs> And we're inviting him back for season season four. Dare I say what a a riveting topic. (laughs) What a tease for season four. Unreal. So I mean, like, this is kind of sad though, because you don't get summers anymore. Like this will be your first summer, like unless I become a teacher. Oh, those poor children. God bless America. (laughs) Just kidding. This is my last summer to think about next summer not being able to willy-nilly do what I need. Uh yeah okay well we'll be thinking of you yeah if you guys would be praying that'd be awesome no we, really we could pray we could pray yep perfect um and i mean i'm gonna bring up something sad this is the season finale of put a cork in it season three which feels insane that we're three seasons in started this little thing in a big old kitchen in college that was horrible audio recorded on a phone and now here we are so it's been good it's been wild but austin how do you feel wrapping up just feel like proud, just love the fans, love the listeners, you know, obviously like if nobody was listening, we wouldn't be doing this. Right. So thank you for you guys to listening. And like, we really do appreciate you guys and we look forward to season four and, and beyond, but Amazing. thank you so much. And a shout out to people who are just listening because Carter is on, you know, give us a little follow on the gram. Uh, maybe go back in time, listen to a few from the season and, Again, stay on the lookout for when we come out with season four. So 
we're happy you're here, all of Carter's fans. I mean, I'm sure there's just so many right now. Um, but Carter, thanks for coming on today. Yeah, honestly, it was a, I was honored when I was asked. So I was an avid listener. I was. I mean, yeah, and you were picked for the season finale. Kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah. I asked Mon to bring me on whenever, and she said, how about Monday? And I said, you bet. Little did I know. Last week at work, season finale. Man, talk about bow tie ending bow tie ending yeah thank you for revealing that this is my last week at- get your wife's name out my mouth you know like will smith those <laughs> all right what so, a day wow yeah. i'm reeling right now so thank you all for joining um grow up get a job move out let that be your motto and let us know what you thought of this new little kind of rapid fire i, I had a great time with it i did too if you hated it let us know. Let them yeah. know. I say, hey, you're not good at this. Stick to the one topic thing. We can exactly. we can take it. We, we can thrive t- on your feedback. So just let us know. Okay, Carter, so we do. Carter we do. is a collective we now, which is embarrassing. So thank you all, and we will see you next season. See you guys. There's a lovely thing to do.